Hey, Millie Goat listeners, welcome to the podcast. We are the Millie Goats of DraftKings and DFS Destiny. I am your co-host, AK, with me as always every episode, JVI, Butch P, and Tex. You can find us on Twitter at Millie Goats, on Instagram at The Millie Goats, on our website and blog, themilligoats.godaddysites.com. Remember, not advice. We are not professional gamblers. We're just a group of normal guys on a quest to win the million-dollar prize, the DraftKings Millie. We are the virtual and audio DFS sports bar for your ears. Tell a friend, tell a friend's friend. Subscribe and like our podcast anywhere you find your podcast. Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon, anywhere you can. We appreciate you listening. We love you guys. Enjoy the show. Look alive. Ladies and gentlemen, sports fans around the world, we are the Millie Goats. This is episode... 38 June 18th 2023 let us be the first to wish you nay not a happy father's day but also a happy father's day but happy wanna get away day mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. text live from his uh jvi what'd you call it? he has a price is right microphone right now <laughs> like he's bob barker Holding the little skinny microphone in front of his face. <laughs> tune in, tune in to see it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, tune in. <laughs> he came on and Jay goes, "What in the Price Is Right is that?" Uh, <laughs> holy smokes! Like when you see one of those mullets, you go, "What in the Kentucky is going on out here?" I, I didn't even notice it. <laughs> I did not. Yeah, notice it. Right. Bug on his face. Right. Oh my gosh! It was right there. <laughs> and now I see it. Holy moly, that's great. The car the car ran real good. Car ran real good. I don't know what to do with my hands. Oh, we're gonna get to that later. Okay. Happy Yo, wanna get away day. Come on down. Come on down. Come on down. Um, okay. Price is wrong. Oh, you brought Bobby. up car. I didn't fill out my Bobby. NASCAR line. <laughs> Ugh. And me either. I forgot well, about I realized NASCAR, it too. It was too late. I was like, it's NASCAR today. Nobody did. I wish I would have. I'd have gotten a win. Dang it. Nope. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Good for us. Good for us. Happy Father's Day out there to all the dads. Uh, All of us, I think. No, Butch P. Butch P. Dog dad. Dog dad. Dog dad. Dog Dog the bounty hunter. Mm. Double dog dad. (laughs) Happy Father's Day. Did you guys do anything? Yeah, we had a we had a nice little get together at our mom's house. It's kind of nice because you know she didn't even mention at all that you weren't there. She didn't even mention your name. It's crazy. It's a great Tech, time. Tech's probably got more presents today than he does on Christmas. <laughs> great time. Just, just feel like the whole place is complete. You know, you guys yep. ever get that feeling? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get that feeling whenever I just went out of the money on my Millie Maker about ten seconds ago, <laughs> as the tournament's finishing up. And fell yep. out of the Wodemaker first place. Speaking of which, golf is still going on. We still have Wyndham and Ricky. Poor Ricky. Uh, they're on 17. And McElroy then, still plays. Yeah, McElroy and Scheffler are on 18. Mm. So that will finish as we are going on. So I've got it on in the background. So did we win the Millie? To be determined. We can't say yes. We can't say no because it's not it's not over yet. So. But on the show, it is Takeo Sunday. Well, salute your sports Sundays. Water cooler debate, DFS Seggy. How dare you use other relevant sports news? 
the inner squad dad Kings jamboree results, which I got robbed. What is, is about to happen yet again, uh, the Wodemaker. So we'll get to all that throughout the show. Um, also we've got a sports dead zone, but not here. Nope. We, we keep on keeping on. We got all your golf and other, other sports information. We got the U S open finishing up. Like we said, college world series, and the NFL rumor mill, especially as fantasy football season approaches. We also had a congressional baseball game. <laughs> yeah, and you then, told me about that. I was like, dude, what in the world are you even talking about? I think it was the great marketing by them. They uh they put that thing on. It was basically this, I guess the people of Congress, the Democrats versus the Republicans. And they were playing a baseball game for charity. It was it was the uh congressional baseball game for charity, is what it was called. And it was airing on FS1. <laughs> I was like, great marketing. Because it had, I think, what day was it? Tuesday or Wednesday? The Stanley Cup and the NBA Finals had just ended. And the College World Series hadn't started. So I just caught myself watching like 20 minutes of that game. Mm. So, for some reason. Were, they, were there any live arms out there? Uh, one, of the guy, one of the guys who came on in relief for the, for the uh, Republican team was throwing some gas. No control, though. But it was funny to watch some of those dudes run the bases. And no, no, no dingers. Not even no. They were playing on a real mm. size baseball field. Was it was there a whammy wagon out there somewhere? There was not a whammy wagon. Mm. There mm. was a uh filibuster cart that they would get in. <laughs> oh. There was a veto there was a veto van. <laughs> Did a bunch of runs show up late night <laughs> yeah, after a game? Yeah. I don't know. I never saw the final score. <laughs> And then we also had drama at the Big Rock, and I will get to that later. Tex, have you even seen this? Uh, mm. I, yeah, we, we were talking baby, about today. Baby Shark. Okay. All right. Yes. All right. Okay. National Want to Get Away Today. Javi, did you write this? I did. Do it. Take I don't it. normally, so I don't normally pick up the um, you know, national days of the week. Normally, that's your job, but... You were uh, slacking a little bit. I don't know what you were doing. I guess maybe hanging out with your kids on Father's Day. But I looked it up. I saw National Want to Get Away Day, and I felt like it just clicked for our whole weekend. So maybe it's National Want to Get Away Weekend because our lineups were so bad this weekend. Um, Maybe it is for you today since you just fell out. But uh, Southwest Airlines founded this day in 2021 to – celebrate their 50th anniversary of an airline it's mm. also coined by snickers when you're not acting like yourself mm, like rory just was whenever he missed that birdie putt on 18 yes. to tie it yes so mm. i thought it fit i thought it fit with the weekend and how everything went at least you for know, me well at least for me i can't speak for you guys i was all in yeah we'll get to it <laughs> isn't isn't southwest the one everybody gets mad at No, I think that's Spirit and Frontier. Southwest is like, you don't get to pick your seat. It's like, you're a a travel guy. Group A, and you rush to just find your seat. Yes. Well, yeah, normally Mm -hmm. I do that, but I don't... Sounds like a terrible idea. Is Snickers the best? No, Snickers the candy. Well, I know, but they, so they took it from Snickers? No, I think it's two different phrases. Snickers oh. is like, do you want to get away when you're not acting like yourself? Have a Snickers. Mm. What if you had a Snickers on a Southwest flight? 
Oh, that's double getaway. Mm-hmm. Now you're in the uh, quantum realm with Ant-Man. Okay, so there you go. National Want to Get Away Day. All right, now let's get into the Salute Your Sports segment. This is where we have digested a week for a few days full of sports, and we come out with the hottest takes. So we're going to let Tex take it first. Go. Yeah, I'm just realignment starting to heat back up as we get closer to football season. And uh, the most recent mentions were UNC and UVA both trying to get, I don't know if it's courted or wooed by both the Big Ten and SEC. Uh, that'd be some pretty, that's in some pretty big shockwaves if they lost, if ACC lost both of those schools. Mm. But uh, Arizona, you know, early, I think I think that would really that would be hurt that would be a big deal to lose UNC and UVA in basketball for sure for the ACC and in baseball. Mm. The only the only sport it wouldn't really, as of late, matter much in is football. But isn't this what it's all about? What, what do you mean? Women's football? soccer would be a hit. Would be hurt too. From well, Carolina, for UNC, yeah. yeah, field yeah, hockey Carolina. too. Field hockey, yeah. No I'm joke. Just talking about the I mean, big they, three. they go a lot deeper than just just the uh, top sports. Sports that bring in all the money. Mm. I don't know. Yes. I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess they're trying to like from a school perspective. I guess they're trying to increase their brand or whatever, but it'd be bad for the conferences. ACC is falling apart, though. Yep. I mean, just think if Clemson if they lost Clemson. Clemson's not going anywhere because they get to play that schedule and then get into the college football playoff all the time. <laughs> if Clemson went anywhere, it'd be Big 12. Yeah. Also, Arizona and, and Colorado were mentioned a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Clemson can't go State, anywhere. Talking about going to the Pac-12. I think Oregon and uh, Washington. A few Where's Colorado going? Big 12. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's just what the, the whirlwind rumors are saying. I just think it's great that as we as as football's coming back that this is this is coming back up again because it means maybe a, a chance of some of the smaller guys mm, getting into these power fives. Yeah. yeah, like San Diego State. It'd be cool to see that in a in a Pac twelve. I thought there was some other news out of Colorado, not related to realigning. <laughs> Deion Sanders and his he's he's at risk of losing his foot again or something. What really? Oh, is he? Hmm. I yeah, even... yeah, he had to have two mm. toes amputated, mm. and then now it's coming back. I don't know, something to do with chronic turf toe or something. I don't know. Chronic turf toe, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. So I remember, I remember I used to get so mad at him for sitting out for turf toe, and now he's always he's, sitting out. Now his foot is at risk. That's what I've seen mm. in the news. Chronic, so, chronic CFE. Yep. Mm. Okay. Javi. I'm going to go a little uh, different sport here, a little football, because mm. the state of Miami is hot right now. Is it back? <clears throat> they just they signed Messi last week. Mm. Mm. The, the Miami Football Club signed Messi, and hit part of his deal is he gets like a percentage of the money that the MLS makes from their Apple subscriptions. He gets a percentage of the team and like he gets something else crazy, but to bring it full circle, my original reason why I'm doing him as a takeo is I saw a stat 
that Messi has scored a regular uh, regular season goal in every single minute of regulation except for the first minute. So Whoa. 90 minute game, he's scored a goal in every single minute except for the first minute. So the second minute scored. Third minute scored. Fourth minute goal. Wow, fifth minute goal. 34th minute goal. 39th minute <laughs> goal. Goal. <laughs> 52nd minute. Yeah. 61st goal. minute. Goal. Goal. <laughs> uh, sixty seventh minute. But I mean, that is unbelievable stat, in my opinion. <laughs> that's insane, dude. Yeah, every is... single minute he scored a goal. That's insane. Okay, here's mine. Dan Hicks has got a severe problem. The guy can't stop with the. Well, he hasn't done this. He hasn't made a bogey. He hasn't made a bogey all round. He hasn't missed a putt under five feet. Like every time somebody was going to take a shot, Dan Hicks is there to be like, Mr. Well, actually, and say like, he's got a bogey free round going. It's like, why would you say that, dude? Do you not? You're in sports. Do you not watch baseball? You don't say the guy's not throwing a per. You, you don't say the guy's throwing a perfect game. He There's did that to Wyndham yesterday and he got Wyndham bogey bogey after that that's what i'm saying he kept, he kept doing it hasn't had a bogey all around and he was just trying like he was egging it on there was something else too i can't remember where there was another little to somebody else but anyways dan hicks come on man don't be saying this person hasn't had a bogey when they're putting for par you just don't do that like oh he hasn't missed a field goal in uh 48 or 29 tries well what's gonna happen pal so stop it dan hicks get it together all right, which B? Dude, they're on the green in two right now. Mm, Wyndham Clark. Fans are rushing. Wyndham could win it. Hmm? Here they come. All oh, man. 12 you, of them. You'd There's have like nobody to, there. I, dude, that was another thing I was going to bring up in a little bit. You, Dude. <sighs> the players have been bashing the tournament. Have they? Yeah, about how bad the course has been, how... Like there's no been like no support because Los Angeles Country Club uh, bought all the tickets and they didn't let a bunch of general admission tickets where like that's where most of the good fans come. It was just like a big corporate event. Wow, sounds like a game at MSG. But yeah, it was. They, uh, they have to uh, pay all that money for the renovations, and then they're probably what the members. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess a bunch of the members bought the tickets. They sold them to a bunch of the members, and not a lot of people showed up. There's not a lot of crowd noise. There's a lot of holes where you can't really hear anything when a puck goes in or anything. So There's a lot of holes that don't really have spectators at it. Yeah, like 13 and 15. There's a hole that's 87 yards long. Yeah. Dang. Man, poor Ricky. But good for William Clark. I got an honorable mention uh, now. I got an honorable mention, somewhat funny story. At least I thought it was funny. Go ahead. Last week, I had the privilege of doing an interview with Sergeant Slaughter. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nine o'clock in the morning, he walks in. We're getting set up. He walks in. Nobody saw him walk in. He walked in. And the first thing he said was, at ease, soldiers. And everybody turned around like, what What just happened? Where did this guy come from? (laughs) 
He's like, at ease. And like, we're all standing there. And then like, he introduced himself. And uh, we finished getting set up. He's sitting down there. He goes, can, can we do something before we start? I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, whatever you want. He made us sing the, or he made us do the Pledge of Allegiance with our hands over our hearts before we started his interview. Oh, man. Yes. Did you remember the words? Of course. Of course. You didn't start singing Eric Church, did you? (laughs) (laughs) But I was just like, die laughing. This guy is (laughs) guy is 50 years removed from being in wrestling. He's still doing the act. He's all in, baby. Yeah, and then we proceeded to do a 10-hour interview with him. Oh, God, it was brutal. Yes. Should be a good show, though. Should be a good show. Wyndham Clark's got, what, three putts to win the U.S. Open here? Yeah. You'd have to be an idiot to say you shouldn't play this guy. I know. I don't know if you've seen the uh, videos. (laughs) (laughs) Who's going to have the guts to play Wyndham Clark? Okay. All right, while Wyndham sets up to hopefully win his first... uh, Got a no Wyndham hold him, no Wyndham fold him, baby. All right. Uh, water cooler debate segment. Got some good ones here. We ran a couple of polls this week. Hit it. Is there is- oh, my God. You're an idiot. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay. It's the water cooler debate segment. We pick a topic. Any topic. Doesn't matter. Could be sports. Could be life. We pose the question. We give our answers. We put the poll on Twitter at Millie Goats, and the people vote on it and comment their answers. So, but first, as usual, no better day, no better time than right now, Father's Day, for an all-time dad joke. I wrote this myself, like I do all the ones we, we read. What do you call a dramatic TV show about bubbles? Bubble guppies. Nope. Soap opera. (laughs) And then a special submission. (laughs) I got him. I got him. (laughs) Oh, special submission. Hey, did did that one sing to you? (laughs) Oh, man. Love it. Oh, uh, my son, four years old, had this one. What do you call a coconut that can't open its mouth without any lips? Dang it, I oh. forgot. No, I forgot what he, I forgot what the oh, end of the man. was. Oh, 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 happy Father's Day. You ruined his joke. Oh, oh no. Holy Oh, no. I'll have to come back to that. Okay, yeah. let me think about that. What a cliffhanger. Right. That's right. Stay tuned, folks. Um, episode 37. The water cooler debate was who is the GOAT non-NFL athlete that would have been a QB? Probably the most votes we've ever had. Tex, 42% of the vote with Allen Iverson takes first place. I was second with Jokic, who had 29% of the vote. Butch P was third with Derek Jeter. <laughs> 15%. Not an athlete. Not an athlete. We told you. And J-Bye was last with Todd Helton. That was a good reach, though. Our followers don't know ball. Oh, calling oh, out the call wow. out the listeners. Wow, Wyndham Clark wins the U.S. Open. He did it. He did do it. Emotional on the green. Man. Thank- wow. How about, how about Wyndham Clark went to high school with Christian McCaffrey? 
Hmm. Whoa. Interesting. Yeah. Wasn't he an or-, or Wyndham Clark's an Oregon guy, right? He grew up with he grew up with Colorado. Him. So for yeah. him to for him to win at Wells Fargo, Chris McCaffrey, Charlotte. Now mm. winning California, McCaffrey Niners. Wow. There you go, folks. Okay. So the other polls we we this is probably our fault. We're sorry, Ricky. Uh we ran a poll for your the bandwagon A and the fan wagon. Uh and good fellas. One with forty-one percent of the vote beat out the Ricky Mouse Club and the Fowlership of the Ring, which I know is Texas favorite. <laughs> and then the mm. other one we ran was: Should there be golf after dark like this all summer? They should just play all the tournaments in California because having golf at night is awesome. And <laughs> I was shocked by this: sixty-seven percent of people said yes, which means thirty-three said no. So I don't get that. But anyways, hmm. there's all people there. Disliking our YouTube clip. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say, Tex? Well, I, I don't know why people wouldn't like the idea of being able to sit down at primetime television time and watch golf in the evening. Yeah. Like There's nothing else. Go out, go out and play golf and then come back and watch it as the evening wraps up. That's what I'm saying. I don't know who would say no to that. Yeah. But there's yeah, you, 30... play, you play around on Sunday, you miss most of the action usually. Yeah, I mean, that's when you want to play golf. So you play golf, then you come back, and then you get to watch golf. They should all be yeah. on West Coast time. They should be yeah, from that should be. Colorado over to California. Yep, I like All that. summer for golf. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a great idea, but people didn't agree. So, all right. Now, this episode's, I did it, I did it, I didn't say this week's. This episode's water cooler debate. What is the greatest of all time beach toy. Butch P, do you want to lead us off? We'll give you first. Ooh, get, your, idea. get the number one draft pick. Man, all right. Get my swagger back here. I wasn't prepared to be number one, but I'm going to go with... What does it take to be number one? The boogie board. Oh, <laughs> That's a not, good one. The skim board, the boogie board. Not the skim board. You get hurt on a skim board. Well, not if you're an athlete. There's a, there's a, well, I mean, you, you cross a certain age, your, your skim board days are numbered. Yeah. I want to see, I want to see everybody in this room trying to hop on a skim board. Absolutely. <laughs> no, not. I don't. No. <laughs> nope. Prove how it, many, how, how many beers deep are we? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely no. a cooler. I can't even. I had to. I had to uh, retire the uh, slides around the house because I kept slipping and falling. You think I'd be? You think I'd, you think I'd be good at on a skimboard going twenty miles an hour? Absolutely not. Hey, I can no. see it. Absolutely, just coasting out there. No, the I'm not knees. trying to shred. I'm not trying to shred anymore. It hurts to even walk on the seashells at the beach now. <laughs> I was down there today. There's nothing. There's nothing worse than that. That's equivalent to a stepping on a Lego, right? On those seashells. No, totally worse. You're ready. You're ready for it. You're ready for the seashells, the Lego, or or a little Paw Patrol figurine, or or the Hatchimals. I don't know if you guys know about Hatchimals, but those things. Gosh, yeah. Stepping on one of those things, you might as well just like step on a bee. Yeah, those are terrible. Okay, you got you got winter feet, dude. Dude, boogie boards. 
Good one. That's a good one, Butch. All right, Tex. Come on. Give the people what they want. I'm going. You have more toys than anybody for the beach right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going with a pot with a, with a nice like... bucket. Um, you can take that bucket. bucket. Just a bucket. Yep. You can fill it up with water and wash what your hands. What size? Uh, we'll go with a with a gallon. A gallon. Yep. A gallon. What are you gonna do with that? <laughs> Do everything with it. Make your sandcastle. Dig a hole. Five gallon, dude. Why would you? How are you supposed to play with a five gallon bucket, dude? Have you not been on a sandcastle? You build with that. It's not sandcastle. Five gallon bucket full of sand. Dude, you put a five gallon bucket out there in front of kids, fill it full of water. They'll be in and out of that thing for hours. You give them a little bucket. They can catch minnows with it, sand crabs with it. Fill it with sand. Make a sandcastle. Is I'm this thinking, most diverse, or is this the best beach? I'm tour? just saying this that if if I if you were to say would, there's one thing that you can take to the beach, you'd be like, I'll be like, okay, I'll take a bucket. I'm I just I'm fish, saying, put him in the bucket. I mean, hey, this guys, it's his choice. Let's let the people try. Bucket. That's true. He's, fuck it. One, true. I'm putting one we're gallon bucket on there. Trying to coerce him into something <laughs> else. Yeah, <laughs> he's word it, so he wins. Ted. Yeah. One gallon bucket. Got it. I'm just hey. saying it's like the whole who's the better athlete. Well, how do you define an athlete? You can be really good at one thing. All right. J Vi. There's only one obvious choice here. I can't believe y'all didn't pick it. Mm-mm. It's a football. Mm. No. Yes. Mm-hmm. You could have gone can real always broad. Throw ball. Can always throw a ball. Could have gone. Yeah, I was gonna say you should have just said ball, but it's too late now. It's already documented. Nah, dude. Eric changed his a text changed his answer. No, I think there's a bucket. One one gallon bucket. Did he change it to a one gallon one, bucket? One gallon bucket. <laughs> it's a bad time to drink. Fill it with champagne. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Fill it with ice. Okay. Again, you're trying to be most versatile here, not best. Yeah. All right. I think with? this is the real, even more obvious answer that all of you jabronis failed to even consider. It's the shovel. Without question. What size? Probably a mid-sized shovel, one that's got a handle on it that's about two or three feet long that you can get some leverage with. Yeah, but what's the shovel? What you type of shovel? You gonna put that on the survey too? A two to three foot shovel? A garden a garden yep. shovel? I will put it on I'll put it on I will put mm-hmm. it on there. You better. So it's a <laughs> two to three foot shovel. I'm not gonna be court. The other one was was a dump truck. What size football are you using, virus? You can you gonna use a you gonna use a uh rugby ball a K two Size youth youth size? Are you using a, yeah, a peewee size? Definitely youth size. Youth size. Okay. Like youth middle size school. K- no, like middle youth school. Size. Okay. Youth size football. Like one of those uh, these size hands? Vortex. <laughs> Mid- middle school hey, size. Snagging the ball one hand. <laughs> you going leather or you going pleather out there? Pleather. Pleather. Because you're getting it wet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, leather would be too leather, slick. Yeah, exactly. You only bring the leather one out if you know you're not going to drop the ball. Or you know so, you're not going to get in the water. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, I will say, though, up and coming, it hasn't made it to this stature yet, but up and coming, golf ball. Nope. What do you mean? On the, the beach? beach? Yeah, for the beach. There's yeah, so many games like you can the, play with uh, golf ball. We invented a game, Sandpar. Yeah. Go go cut yourself a little hole in the sand. 
get a couple golf balls, go down to the hard sand, cut out a hole, start putting on the beach. It's fantastic. So take that, folks. It's trademarked by us, maybe. Okay. That's it. So we had a boogie board, a one-gallon bucket, a football. Nope. A youth football. Youth football and a shovel. Two to three foot shovel. Two to three foot shovel. You're already trying to do it. You're already trying to do it. What's that boogie board to put you Oh. The size that you need. Mm. The size size that you need, but Omni. Omnibus size. (laughs) Omniboard. (laughs) Whatever board it says it is. Okay. There you go. That's the water cooler debate. We're going to get that poll up on Twitter at Millie Goats. Please come vote and then tell us what the the actual <laughs> goat beach doy is because I know none of these are going to win. <laughs> One of them is going to win just by default. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into this golf tournament. What do we say? Everybody. Shh. Okay, this is the DFS Seggy. This is our week's DFS performances. And I it, the, the tournament just ended, so we're not really entirely sure if we cashed or not. <laughs> but congratulations to Wyndham Clark. He knew Wyndham Holdem, knew Wyndham Foldham, and some jabroni sat up here on this microphone and said, who in the world, who's going to have the guts to play Wyndham Clark? And then it got shoved right in my face. So... Everybody's checking their lineups right now. Did I we make it. I did play Wyndham in a lineup. Oh my god, I missed by like. But in that same lineup, oh. I played Max Homa, JT, Montgomery, and I'm. So I've had four guys miss the cut. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, how'd that one do for you? Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Wow. <laughs> This was just Ricky collapsing was such a brutal Dude, plus five, man was such a brutal. It was, it killed me. Like it put me out of the money in the Millie maker and a couple of my other lineups and some other tournaments. Just, I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a lighthearted. How dare you for Ricky? Yeah. Cause he doesn't deserve a full one. Cause he, we needed no. him. Yeah. Golf needed him. To Golf. Win. Yeah. I'm in shame. I, it was the won't miss a cut guy. In a million years, You're done Ju- with that. Justin Rose, <laughs> then Ricky. I just kept getting my head beat, like beat over the top. Oh my gosh, what a brutal week, man. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. So, the first part we always do is our headlines from our DFS. Like, if we were to write a newspaper headline from our week in DFS, it would be five words or less. Here it is. Here's mine. And boom, Rose, the dynamite. Justin Rose ripped my heart out, stomped all over it on the green with his little fancy golf cleats and left me out of the money in the Millie Maker lineup. Justin Rose, holy cow, man. You gave us hope and then you ripped it away. That one hurt. Yeah, that that was just when we thought we were about to get some mo. We sent out the goat all the goats rallying gif in the in the group chat and then two holes later he was back to four over so brutal jvi 
I'm gonna go. U.S. Open lineup was best. Mm, so my lineup made. that I did on the show on Thursday. Give a I made recap. One tweak to it, but that was my best lineups. Got me the most points the whole weekend. Mm. Dude, you sent the update after the first day, and they didn't send me didn't send me any more. <laughs> oh dang, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna. <laughs> I'll do, like, I'll, okay. do a fine, I'll do a final right there now. There you have it. I was going to wait till after cut day to be like, okay, here's the update on the U.S. Open. I mean, you were trying to go all in on it. Okay, while he's doing that, are you going to do it right now? Yeah, I'll do it right now. Okay. No, y'all can keep going. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll... All right. Text, go. <laughs> Ricky Fowler's apart. Oh, no. Poor Ricky. You know yeah. what? Poor Ricky. Sticky. I think the only way to fix Ricky is for him to go back to all orange. He has to. He's that was he's, balls that was, included. That was my that was my light hearted. How dare you? How right. dare you, Ricky? Tease us with a little bit of orange, yep. but went white pants. No, got to go all orange. Look, when you're closing, that's your signature. You have to have that. That's where your power stems from. And maybe pull your hat down a little bit. It's a little too up. It's a little too high. The bill's a little angled toward the sun there, which is probably why he has to wear the sunglasses. It's that weird thing he does with his sunglasses. He wears them weird, right? Yeah, he wears the, the ear pieces over the outside of his hat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just we're just we're not criticizing Ricky. We're just trying to come on the show. We're trying to we want you to win. Yeah, come on the show. We want you hey, to win. His, his shirt, his shirt on Friday was fire flame. Oh yeah, Xander had Shoffley today. Look, we can get to Texas that he didn't have one, but we'll we'll fill it in with a few of our own because there was some other note. We'll we'll pick up just like Jay did. Fire for flames. Them. We'll do it. All right, uh, Butch P, go. It's going out. I looked out the window this morning and was reminded of my lineups. Because I have a beautiful plush knockout rose bush. So every rose has its thorns. Mm. Mm. We should have known. All that beauty. All that beauty. All that beauty was staring us in the face and we couldn't <laughs> let it go. Here we go. We got a comment in the in the comments there. Edge says Jayvon needed to be in the money. So <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> so you can upgrade your hotel <laughs> <laughs> from the Dang. top rope, dude, in your Dang. face. Oh, that was great, bro. Every rose has probably going to show up on Ian Poulter's pants for the next uh, yeah. tournament. <laughs> dude, holy cow, man! Justin Rose, that was that was a wild ride. Okay. All right, so Tex usually has his fire flames list, but the boys are going to step in. Jave, I already mentioned it. What was it, Ricky Fowler? Yep, and then uh, Cam Smith's shoes today. Oh, what do you have? Fire. I think they're probably some foot joys. They look like you know they look like the dress shoes, but they were white on the back, red in the middle, white on front. Mm. Fire flames. Ricky has some shoes too with the American flag. I think on Saturday he has some. But Gary Woodland always delivers at the u.s open he is decked out 
he looks like everybody going to their Fourth of July party at the lake. Um, when he shows up to the U.S. Open, that's Gary Woodland. His shoes might might as well have just been bottle rockets and Roman candles all over the backsides on the heel. It was unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> it was, dude. Gary Woodland. I, I'm gonna make it a note to myself every time the U.S. Open comes on. Gary Woodland. I'm putting you in the lineup. Which P, did you have any? And Xander Shoffley's outfit today was fire flames. Yes. Which P, did you have any? Fire flames? Yep. No, I, I didn't see anybody's uh, attire. I, I'm going to say... Harris English. We're looking like he's already like 50. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> fire flames. <laughs> Better get canceled. <laughs> Sorry, Harris. <laughs> Come on the show. <laughs> I like Harris English. Oh. He's a, he's a U.S. Open dominator too. Okay. All right. She list. We'll put you on here. Uh, Tex, you have anybody on here? I'm thinking I'm gonna put him on there. Oh yeah, I haven't already. He deserves it. Yeah, he's yep. he's not been good nope. the past few weeks. So we got Eam. Javi, you have one? JT. Oh, my gosh. What was he, 14 over? He shot at 81. Is that the worst Friday. that he's ever done? Has to be, or close to it. I mean, he was awful. 14 over. Come on the show. Um, he, <laughs> he's... You know, you know what happened to him? Oh yeah, well, I was his about own, to say it. Go ahead. His, on Wednesday, he was playing with Homa, and Homa stopped with the Barstool guys. And JT tried to get dapped up, and they left him hanging. So he came back to get redapped up. He was too concerned about it. He wasn't worried about oh, playing. Oh no, he was out chasing. Oh no, no, I dap was going to say chasing that dap. He got married recently, mm. didn't he? Mm. He did. I think so. Yes, within the last year. So we know there's going to be a buffer period. Not that nothing. It's that's not negative. Don't take it the wrong way. But usually, like we've said before, guy gets married and he has to adjust because priorities change. I think it makes sense though. You get married and you get worse at golf. True. But you can't mm. play as much. Exactly. But eventually, all these all these guys find their way back. Like Ricky had Ricky, same thing. Yeah, you got to figure it out, man. He's he's back. He's now things. back. Um, happened to Spieth, happened to Rory, and everybody's like, "What's going on with their game?" It's like, no, man, like they're traveling and spending time with their wife. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, okay, can't blame them. No, not at all. <laughs> so Scheffler, when he gets married, it'll be a little dip, probably. So, all right, he's already married, isn't he? Is he? I think so. <laughs> but did he yeah. just get married? That's hey, the, there's the bell, the bell curve. There's bell no, curve, right? I think he's been there. It's the Pareto. There you go. It's the Pareto All distribution. Right. 80-20. Yeah. Best and worst from the U.S. Open. This is where we uh, look in-depth at the lineup. Everything just became final, I think. Uh, some of us just got ripped away of uh, some money. We're not going to name any names. But uh, then we'll recap our guys as we... Oh, my gosh. Let's do that first. Okay, so every week we put out our guys. The Clarence Carter strokes game guy. 
the social studies course history guy, the Seymour Putts greens master, and the fan favorite, <laughs> the won't miss a cut in a million years guy. We'll start there. That has now gone over three. And every person I picked for the past three weeks has missed the cut by a considerable margin. I don't want to give up the reins, but there's there's tension in the ranks that say I should have to give it up. You are I'm not prepared to do that. Why would yeah. you want to get well, what do we do here? You just we're just switching. Either Butch can take it or I can take it. But I'll mess up the streaks you guys are on. You're both on undefeated streaks. Well, maybe, we'll it's, take, maybe it's maybe it's Tex and I. Maybe Tex and I need to switch. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right. That's neither. Funny. Neither of us seem to have gotten anything right for our respective yeah. uh, choices the last couple of weeks. Unless do we want to do a double go, switch? Unless Butch P, you weigh in here. Come on. No, grab the bull by the horns and get a win. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Don't Okay, I like Bush that don't, better. Bush doesn't want to give up course I'm history. Going he back. likes living I'm in the back. past. <laughs> you stay tuned till Tuesday when I give the won't miss the cut in a million years guy. But, Keep it rolling. But for this tournament, we're going back to seven seven thousand and below. Seven, okay, fair enough. There won't be that many guys in this one. Fair enough. Okay, that's the travelers. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay, I'm back. I thought I was done. I'm not. No. Which gave me a motivational talk. He gave me the old White Goodman or the Patches O'Houlihan. You got to grab it by the horns and not into submission. Okay. So, all right. Straka missed the cut. Sorry, folks. Uh, the course history guy, DeChambeau. Pretty good week until the last day. Butch P. Go ahead. What about him? The Slambo. Top yeah. 20. Called it. You're welcome. He blew up today, but he had a good start. Yeah, he did blow up today. Yeah. Oh, well. Tex. Well, actually, let's save that. Javi, Cam Smith, Clarence Carter, strokes gain. A hey, stroke into the east, stroke into the west. Hey, he ended up getting a, a T5 because Ricky dropped down. So, good Lost weekend. Me. Even good though ball. Butch disagreed with it. I still went with my gut. You have to. Hey, I, I might go with him again myself. for the open. <laughs> <laughs> you were right, though. He, he hey, was he all over the place. Uh, actually, Cam Smith finished fourth. Fourth. Oh. Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah. That's what shot you over with the top boat. for the Wodemaker. So, and Tex. Yes. Tex. How dare you? This is a mid show. Mm. How dare you? Okay. Sit up here in front of the people and tell them to play Montgomery as the Seymour Putts guy. And he's you, lead, he's, lead, he's leading the. He's and you didn't the even play the guy. He's le- <laughs> True. And he oh. missed the cut. And he missed the cut. Cost me. <laughs> yeah. See, I listen, I listen to these things and I take y'all's advice. Well, I, was, I was trying to I find play these guys for and just the me. tournament. He was in my he was in my lineup with Wyndham. But was it was it because of his putting? The the question. Two guys. Was it because of his putting? Answer the question. Yeah. Was it because of his putting? Yeah. He had he had an eagle. Mm. How many bogeys did he have? How many double bogeys did he have? (laughs) Yeah. So, 
on on for these for our guys the recap we're actually since we've been doing this for three weeks seven out of 12 and if there wasn't one glaring mistake repeatedly we'd actually have some pretty good numbers here yeah butch and i are three for three with a little help from dylon in one of them yeah so the the course history and the strokes gain guys we're your guys there but on the greens we suck Mm-hmm. And if you need to know who's going to make the cut, don't listen to me. Um, okay, so some notes. We had the lowest round in history. Back to back. Tied. Yep, two of them in the same day. Xander and uh, Ricky on day one shot the lowest round in, of course, uh, U.S. Open <laughs> uh, U.S. Open history. Or the 62. This, the overall scoring average was a full shot less. Through, I think two days than any other U.S. history. It was 71.34, I think, in the previous record. What is that? Plus Montgomery. Oh, strokes, strokes gain, gain putting? 77th in putting. Wow, Tex. Disgusting. Shame on you. Mm. So basically, the course got bodied. Essentially, the course had nothing to throw back the first day. Would you say it bit back? I'm not sure. I wouldn't say that. I guess it kind of leveled out, but everybody was pretty well under who was going to be in contention on Friday, Thursday and Friday. So I don't know about the course. Doesn't seem to have good reviews from the players. So, uh, and I have to, I think it was my fault that Justin Rose missed is because I kept screenshotting. And I do that very early on Thursdays when I'm way up in the money after only like a third of the field is teed off. So that's my fault. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see Mike Kim in his course notes? He kept sending out the tweets of like detailed instructions of or information that the U.S. Open had sent him. It's pretty funny. Um, But other notes that I had from this was there was not enough shot tracer which I had talked about a couple weeks ago. And Sahith Tagala's scorecard looked like that snake from the Jungle Book's eyes. It had circles and squares, all right. kinds of nonsense right. going on. <laughs> Sahith uh, Thigal Ka, is that his name, Ka? <laughs> he was terrible. Yeah, he was all over the place. Oh, and then no yeah. crowd noise. <laughs> no crowd noise. If there was a Thigallery to hit it in, he probably would have hit it in there. Dude, a couple of go the was it Saturday? I guess Saturday night watching it. A lot of even the guys at the top of the leaderboard. I think it was hole fifteen and sixteen was teeing off right beside the green on fifteen. They kept hitting it into the tee box. Oh yeah, Scotty about got hit. Rory about <laughs> hit a photographer. Like it was just oh! terrible placement. Four. Yeah, so. I noticed that on that hole today, they moved the tee box all the way to the back because oh, it was man. it was all the way at the front whenever they everybody's getting hit to minimize the risk. Yeah, jeez, yeah, that was. Well, I mean, I yeah. seeing that. Who wants to get hit by a golf ball? Dude, yeah. Not me. <laughs> What's funny is it, so when Scotty was teeing off, the person that almost hit him was Sam Bennett. Which oh. was understandable because Sam Bennett went like plus five or plus six yesterday. So he was just playing Army you know golf why? to begin with. <laughs> you know why? Like, 
He shaved his Whoa. goatee. He <laughs> shaved his goatee. Did he? Yes. Mid U.S. Open, shaved his goatee. I was. I turned it on like early round this morning before I left to come down here where I'm at, and I was like, "Why is Sam Bennett playing in front of Sergeant?" Like I didn't realize that Sam Bennett shot so bad yesterday. <laughs> Well, he shaved his goatee. I mean, that's rule number one. We talked about it with the Boston coach. Yeah. So you don't shave you, your playoff. You don't, don't that's, forget I yourself. Mean, essentially, golf's a playoff as soon as you tee off, right? Yeah. I mean, for now, until they get rid of the cut. Especially after cut day. Yeah. So don't, don't shave your goatee. Come on the show. All right. Let's get into our best lineups. Uh, Jay Violet, saw. <laughs> so... I didn't really have a great lineup altogether, um, but the best guys that I played was I did play Wyndham, but like I said, I played him in a lineup where four guys missed the cut. I played Ricky in two different lineups, but two guys missed the cut in those lineups, so I only had four going through. So I shouldn't really have a good lineup at all. But my worst guys that I played, JT, we talked about on the list now. Eam, also on the list now from one of you guys. And the biggest disappointment for me, Adam Scott. Mm. He's normally a big time player. He didn't yep. show up this week. I don't think he's missed a cut. That was a, that was the first one. Wow. If Dan Hicks would have gotten word of that, he would have been like, Adam Scott hasn't missed a cut in Mr. three months. <laughs> Mr. Reliable. Yeah. Come on the show, Dan Hicks. Defend yourself. All right, Tex. I mean, I only had one good play, and that was Xander. He was the only one I had that scored above 75. Mm. The rest were all absolute scumbags. Eam, Zagala, who has been my guy in the past, still played okay today, but not a great overall tournament for him, especially with the first round plus four. Kim, Siwoo Kim, I've been on the Kim train. But, uh, yeah, you Siwoo did not go choo choo today. <laughs> Plus, so much for the Woo S Open. Yep. <laughs> so, and Lowry had an absolute hot start and then kind of coasted there at the end. How'd your, him in how'd your the next lineup go? Ooh, yeah. That was it. That was the only one I played. <laughs> I was all in. On day one, I was cashing, riding high. And crashed and burned, just like all these guys, except for Xander, mm. like Thomas Rhett. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got a song called "Crash and Burn." Okay, Butch P, go. Let's say my worst right here. Looking at it was Mito Prairie. Oh, little dogs, prairie little dogs. house on the prairie. <laughs> and and Kurt Kitayama. I don't know what I was even thinking there. But, Championship. But he, uh, well, maybe I was. I look back at, uh, which one did he win? The Honda Classic or something? No, he won the player. No, he didn't win no, the player. That was Scheffler. No, he won Bay Hill. I think, mm. uh, yeah, one of those. He, he, he won Bay Hill. At all. Uh, but anyway, yeah. But he got so, like third recently, too. He like popped up and got top five yeah, recently, me, too, just, I think. Let me just open it up. I got it right here. PGA Championship, he finished fourth. That's what was. Go. I was like, okay, that's a major big time player. 
could be a big time player. That's what I was thinking. And now I see now. Uh Arnold Palmer API. That's what he won. So it wasn't so it was a Florida swing there. But anyway. So that but he ended up being awful. Twenty three points. Mito was twenty one. That was my worst play. Best play up there was uh had Wyndham Clark Woo! in the lineup with of course Kitayama and mm. Justin Rose. So they bottomed out, but it was Wyndham Clark, Cam Smith, Scheffler, and DeShambo. So that one did all right. It yeah, that's it a pretty good lineup there. So um Rose killed us for sure. We know that. Like he killed all of us. Dang I it. mean, but I don't. I don't know how what I would have done with Kitayama because I would have saved maybe two hundred for dropping down and getting Fowler there and a seven thousand range guy. I don't know anybody that comes to mind right now. So, <laughs> but anyway, what's your you overall thoughts? I mean. Mean you mean you Lee. Was he seven grand? Yeah, him and Eckrack were seven grand. Ah, yeah. Dude, and Eckrack, whatever. Eckrack. That guy, he's he's on fire too. He jumped he he won himself some money today. With his round that he had today, he jumped seven twenty six spots. Wow. Yes. Him and Rom. And, and who's Fleetwood, Rom? Rom Fleetwood, is Fleetwood, notorious no, about doing this too. Fleetwood Rom jumped thirty-two notorious. spots today with his round. Yeah, when yeah, Rom gets like out of the line, round, right? Seven minus seven, sixty-three. I think is what he shot. Rom's the guy who, like, oh, everybody forgot about him. You know, go out there on the last day and fire off like seven under. Yeah. He's just that. He did good. that to Which, me you, a few years ago. What? That's what he did at the Masters. He was four strokes back, wasn't he, to start the final day on Sunday against Brooks? I think he was four strokes back. And then one by yeah. four strokes. That's what he does. What would you think of the Hulk tournament overall? What do you think? What's your what's your take? Uh I mean, to me it was pretty solid. I uh I was thinking maybe there was gonna be end up being more scoring, but but then again, you know, you tighten up the pin placements wherever you're going mm-hmm. with those and uh, control control that a little bit because they, I, I don't know, eight under. I, but, it, I mean, that just seemed like it shift, like y'all were saying, that eight under went to somebody else or seven under, you know, a, a low round score like today was it seven. Seemed, you know, you had there was like two, two or three of those a day. One one big day. Yeah, it shuffled through the deck. So, yeah. mediocre, mediocre days got you a T five. Yeah, right. Like That's Ricky good. had one day, and then he went minus two, and then he went even, and then plus five, and he was T five. What do you guys think about the and playing out of that that rough? That Seems was like so that, thick. that. Mm. Thick rough, nice. like the thick bucks. I like that. Yeah, thick with two C's. I like the thick rough for uh major. I did too. I did too. It, it penalizes I mean, you if you don't hit the fairway. Yeah, <laughs> you suck, you better, dude. Yeah, you. I mean, you right. and, and you had to really grip it and rip it. There's a bag of shark. You don't know where it's going to go. Seven different kinds of smoke coming out of there. Mm-hmm. I like that. The bunkers yeah. were pretty forgiving. I thought whenever I watched the guys play all of those, but the rough 
That stuff was absolutely well, you can bet jungle. if they were if they miss if they were if they missed fairway, they were like, please get in the bunker because they did not want to be in the rough. So uh, well, I would say the bunker would be a smarter play anyway because it was so dry and hard. So that sand, you know, with nothing raining on it and packing it down, mm-hmm. you go, you're going to be able to get through and just fish that ball out. However, they all those guys you know, are like so scooping good out of sand too, an egg or yeah. something, whatever it is. Crazy. Huh? Hey, because of that rough, because of that rough on day one, Rory had the longest shot of the day. 386-yard drive. He also had the shortest shot of the day of zero yards when he whipped yes. that ball. His <laughs> hit right up underneath it. What? I always love that. <laughs> you didn't see that? No. I always love that because they, they oh hit right under the ball. Yeah. Like so the ball happened. like popped up and popped right back. It was, like, <laughs> it was like last Sunday when I was playing with you on yes. Saturday. Yes. <laughs> Like he took a full hack, like from the green side, uh, rough, and it just he took the hack and nothing happened. And then they always do the. Like, can you believe that? It's like, yeah, dude. Like you miss the ball. That's what happens. <laughs> Welcome to reality. All right, mine was uh my best was uh my lineup from the million where I got I just had to update it from three eighty five to three eighty. I had Xander, Ricky, Thigala, Hatton, Hideki. And then my worst was Rose. That was a backbreaker. And then I ultimately got kicked out of the money. So that stunk. That was terrible. So. Okay. Now let's get in the scumbags and stud bags. 8,500 and above. That means you scored 30 and below. Uh, first on the list. That means you had to pay $8,500 out of your $50,000 DraftKings salary. JT, top of the list, 11 and a half points. Then Spieth with 23. All that wizardy magic that everybody said he has out of the uh, when he misses the fairway and his green saving, his strokes gained around the green and his scrambling. <laughs> yeah, right, dude. And then Max Homa, twenty six percent owned. Real shame. Pretty wet. Real shame. So, and then the studs, Cam Smith, eighty five hundred above. Cam Smith, Rory, um, two pretty good tournaments. They both got top fives, right? So, uh, 7,500 and above scumbags, 30 and below Jason day. He was not good. M Keegan Bradley, Adam Scott, and then Justin Rose, man, did he have us on the ropes? He chipped that one in, I think from off the green. Oh yeah. Made the Eagle to get to two under maybe three under. He got all the way to uh plus two. Yeah, and then he, he made the eagle sixteen and seventeen or fifteen and sixteen, whatever yeah, he, he bogeyed. He bogeyed two in a row late, and then it was like, dang, um, yep. He that eagle. I, I think on fourteen he chipped it in on the par five. Then birdied the next hole, and I was like, oh, he's gonna go streaking. <laughs> nope, missed the birdie putt, then parred, and then proceeded to bogey two in a row to get back to four over. So then it was over. Anyways, uh, studs from 7,500 above. Wyndham Clark, Ricky Fowler, Tommy Fleetwood. So, and then 7,400 below the scumbags, Mito Pereira, Sepp Struck, Bill Mickelson. Man, thought he was going to be hot. And then Montgomery. And then the studs from there, Harris English, Minwoo Lee, Austin Eckroad, Sargent, 
the uh, amateur out of Vanderbilt. And then Nagano, Butch P, with a nice little play on uh, Saturday? Saturday. Yeah. Captain mode. Yes. That was a nice little play there. I don't know what you were that thinking. Came but through. It I was like, I was like, nice. <laughs> yeah, that was good. So there's the stud bags <laughs> and scumbags. Okay. Here we go. Now, just recently updated. The Millie Maker is in. It is final. Butch P, do you care to give us a rundown here? With the uh million dollar winner. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Millions. And millions. M. Wren, or probably shouldn't even say their name, but whatever. Uh, Rory McElroy, Xander Shafale, Tommy Fleetwood, Ricky Fowler, Wyndham Clark, uh-huh. and your very own Georgia Bulldog, Harris English. Man. Love to see a Harry so, English in there. So looking at that, Fleetwood absolutely saved this lineup today. Yep. With that seven under. How I, important was that round? I bet that guy? I bet that person when Fleetwood did that was going crazy. Oh, right. That, you know, he probably he was no way he was in first until then, right? No, no. Can you imagine? He like, was. He maybe was though, probably. He had, he had, he had McElroy, Fowler, and Clark. The top three players, so he might have been in first already, or close to it. And English, well, I was, English I would think he would owned? be probably top hundred sitting there coming in because he had top five players going into today, yeah. and except for Fleetwood. So and then English, you know, just looking at his lineup or their lineup, they're they're like, man, Fleetwood goes off. I got a chance. Fleetwood goes off. Holy yeah, moly. That's like me whenever Justin Rose was trying to make the cut. That's what I equate that to. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> and the way this lineup was built, and I know all of you probably thought the same thing. When I'm scrolling down there through the 7,000s, I'm like, man, you could build a really good lineup through the 7,000s. Yeah. That's what I thought the whole time. I was like, man, you could put three or four guys. I, mean, I in try there. to play everybody in the seven thousands mixed with other people. I don't ever play them just together, like this. But you kept. You're like, man, that guy could, you know, win him. He's been playing good. Fowler, he's been playing good. Fleetwood always makes the cut. English, I kind of thought about, just because I've been playing him a lot the last <clears> few weeks. But, I was a little hesitant on Wyndham Clark just because of how bad he played at the PGA Championship. Yeah. So, anyways, there you go. Million dollars. Congratulations. Anything else from the golf tournament? I want to say one thing. The guy that finished uh, finished second had Sam Burns on the contrary of Fleetwood. Well, had Fleetwood also, but Burns went plus three, so that definitely cost him the meal. Oh, no. No, one of those. Just go even par. Yeah, yeah. just go even par, for man. Me. <laughs> man, and he that's wins. Because like, oh, let's see, what do you lose? Like a, a one and a half points for Bogues, yep. or or get them yeah. get them an, another birdie, get them one more birdie, and you win. Oh. <laughs> you know, so oh. like it. 
Where do you guys think that Wyndham Clark finished in strokes gained? For what category? Total? Total. First. He was. Fifth. Tied for 17th. Mm. Interesting. Total? His, his strokes gained in putting was negative. That's wild, isn't it? How's that possible? So what did he, he excel at? Yeah, I gotta find him again. Hang on. Uh, <laughs> I started scrolling back through. <laughs> Hang on. Off the tee and approach are the two things that he was. That's what we in. said though. Before yeah, off that, the tee approach his putting was was negative, and around the green was it was positive, but it wasn't anywhere close to being the top. That's one thing we can take away from this, boys. We said it here on on Tuesday. Is like. You better be able to hit it off the tee where you want to. And you better be really good getting it on the green from the fairway. And that's what he did. Mm -hmm. Crazy. All right. Let's get into some how dare yous. Here we go. This segment is brought to you by Really Neat Outfitters, promo code GOATS. Spend $60, get free shipping, 10% off your order at checkout. Go buy some of our apparel. We have the Make the Damn Cut hat. We've got Millie Goat shirts. There's other fishing shirts on there that are hilarious. At Real and Eat Outfitters, our passions are family, salty air, and smiles. Coastal Flair and Carolina Roots make our designs as original as every seashell that you step on on the beach that makes you feel like you roll drankle. Boom. Okay. Without further ado. One of my favorite segments. How dare you? How dare you? How dare me? How dare you? How dare you? How dare you, sir? You're gross. How dare you? How dare yous? Let's let Javi lead it off. Oh, man. It's going to be great. Let's go. My lighthearted, how dare you? I went over it already. Ricky, mm. not fully committing to the all orange and <sighs> let us down today. But that was my lighthearted one. My full, how dare you, goes out to our boy, our one and only AK34. What? And I just remembered this. You never shaved your head. <laughs> when your team blew their Texas lead ball. because you shaved your beard. We never Texas got ball. video footage of Texas you shaving ball. your head. He didn't bring his stuff. I did bring How his stuff. dare you? Let the record show that the stuff was brought. You can ask it my wife. It was supposed to be live. It was supposed to be live. So I vote that you have to do it now. Your son can do it. Still live. <laughs> Your son has to give you a haircut live on mm. YouTube channel. Oh man. That the stuff was brought. Text didn't execute. Text didn't all these execute. all these promises. It wasn't it was my there. thing. It wasn't my thing. I'm just a prop. It's up to you. No, you said thing. you would do it. Wasn't my thing. Check the tape. Oh hey, I'm just asking you to own your own stuff. Own check it. Check the tape. Own it. Check the tape. All you have to do is just say, "Hey, I'm ready." I'll do it's it, time. even if it's at even if it's at Brother's Day. It'll happen. It's time. 
It's still in the bank. It's still there. Mm-hmm. It's like the uh, the Mario Brothers. Whenever mm-hmm. he's got the uh, like the uh, leaf where he can turn into a raccoon or whatever, mm-hmm. it's always there until you use it. So, all right, Tex. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's the Braves, man. Bunch of scumbags. They had this guy's Father's Day. They had this guy's dad lined up to be the the ceremonial first pitch for Father's Day. You get everybody gets to the the stadium and they find out that he's been reassigned to the minors. Not even not even going to play. No. Isn't that some absolute some absolute scumbaggery? Oh no! What? And, they, and to make it even worse, they brought up some dude's batting one twenty five. Wow. To replace him because the catcher got is dealing with a hamstring injury. They couldn't have like brought in a bullpen catcher or somebody just for that just for that game. Like even the first half of the game. Absolute mm. scumbags. How dare mm. you break. Little miscommunication there, apparently. Hey. The, Bra- <laughs> the Braves won, but did the guy still go to the game? No. Oh, I was gonna say. Well they had, they had to bring in another guy's dad. <laughs> they went to the bullpen. Went to the bullpen. <laughs> Back up first for <laughs> be, uh, relief relief effort from Good. the uh long reliever, dad, short reliever dad. dad. Short reliever dad, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Here's my how dare you. It's to the big rock tournament, the blue marlin fishing tournament. So I I what was this last show that I talked about this? Um, this is a blue marlin fishing tournament in North Carolina, Morehead City. Uh, two hundred and seventy some boats enter. It costs like twenty five grand to enter. You enter all six levels, <clears throat> and the winner gets three and a half million dollars if you catch the biggest blue marlin. Um, I think the winners actually got two point five or something, but if Seven. you get, yeah, if you get one over. 500 pounds you get an additional $750,000 so oh, the my. leading the leading marlin at the point of yesterday was 480 something pounds there was a boat yesterday on the last day of fishing that hooked a blue marlin at 2 p.m. and fought it for 6 hours okay fought it for 6 hours they boated this blue marlin so obviously if you fight this marlin for 6 hours that's a behemoth. That's a, that's a monster. That's a million dollar fish. They bring it back. I never saw anything after I saw that they had boated and they were going to go weigh in. They bring it back. They weigh it in. It weighs in at 618 pounds. But while they were fighting this fish, it had been attacked and had bite marks on it from a shark. So this, according to the rules, says that it's now mutilated and it cannot be entered into the contest. Mm. I saw a picture of that bite. So they, they fought this thing for six hours, brought it in, waited in, probably celebrated, thought they won three and a half million because they got the over 500 pounds. And then it comes out later tonight or last night and today that due to the bite marks on the fish and it had been mutilated, that they could not count this fish. So they lost out on three and a half million dollars. I don't know who the how dare you is for, if it's the judging committee or if it's for the boat 
when they saw the bite marks if they should have just released it if they didn't know the rules. So anyways, this other boat that had the 480-pound marlin, they get the win. Can you imagine that? You fought that fish for six picture. There you go. I thought it had to be over 500 pounds. There's the bite mark right there. Jeez. Oh, there you go. Right there. Yep. So it got got bit by something. Can't get a good enough lighting. But right there. I see it. It's on my phone. Sorry. For the poor. But and there's another bite mark on the tail too where it's hanging up. So thoughts on that, Tex. It's unfortunate. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they didn't stay was it dark whenever they brought it to the boat? Well they didn't they didn't come back. Maybe they didn't even it was dark because they didn't get back in until like eleven thirty eleven something. It's yeah, eleven thirty. Yeah. I remember watching. Maybe maybe they didn't even see it. Well, they might not have known that it doesn't count if there's bite marks. Well, I'm just saying like, that's they, whenever, in the rules. So when who's they, the when, you? Yeah, yeah. So maybe whenever they got it to the boat, it was dark. They didn't see the mangled tail, and but you can what? see on that picture right there that those dudes are absolutely elated. I just and I don't maybe, get, maybe like, it's already why does dead. it matter if it's mean well because once it's bitten and it's leaking blood then it's now not as efficient and not as grand of a catch because it's not it's not it's full capacity I wonder if that I wonder if it's also an argument to say uh was it did they pick it up maimed mm. I don't know. Yeah. But can you imagine like getting you can see it in their faces like we just won this thing. We got three and a half milli. And then to be like, no, there's a bite mark, like you can't bring this fish in. Or are there <laughs> or, or are there additional rules on how you get it into the boat? Like can they like you know the spirit to get it in there or something like that's that's part of it, while you can't maim the fish. I just there was another story a few years ago where they boated like a seven hundred pound marlin. And some dude on the boat didn't have his license, and they lost yes. three and a half million. Yes, I remember that. Didn't have his fishing oh. license. Wow. <laughs> he, did, he didn't get them renewed. Yeah, he didn't yeah. bring them with him. Like so he had I, them by your lifetime license, he, folks. But, but he didn't have them on him, and that's the rule. You got to have yep. them on you. Yep. Imagine how mad his friends were. Oh my! You're talking millions. Millions. Yeah. That. But mm. I mean. That one, I don't even care. Like, you've got to... All right, everybody, show me your license. Like, yeah. like b- before we're getting started, I don't even care if, like, that's... Put like, it on a medallion. Up. Get a chain. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so uh, that was my... I don't know who they have near used to, but it's to somebody in, the, in that Marlin fishing tournament because that's devastating and also cool for the other boat. So, anyways, Butch P, what's your how dare you? I don't know. I don't know how you follow up that that one right there. I was I saw that story too, right before the show, and I was like, man, that one, that big rock thing, uh, that's controversial. That's a lot of money, right there. Yeah, that's that's how you pay the bills, <laughs> right? Bill P. Dude. Yeah, exactly. All right, what's your how dare you? Should we give them for him? 
Yeah, give give me a how dare you. Dude. How dare you be on the river and not go fishing? Mm. Mm. I took my dogs. Do they you have your fishing. license? You have a fishing license? Yes. I have a lifetime. Oh, wow. You got it on you. Wow. Yes, I do. Yeah. I have them on me. Right now. <laughs> no, I'm not fishing. So you're a, you don't have, a, you don't wow, have it dude. on you. If we were going into Marlin wow. fishing tournament right now, $5 million right now. Have right have now. I don't have a wallet. You just cost us three and a half right million, Butch. You just cost us three and a half million. Wow. Could you how believe dare you? how mad Actually, we would be? We changed it into a how dare you to how dare you. Yeah. I like it. All right. <laughs> Other relevant sports news. The NHL. Did you guys see any of the videos from the Vegas Cup parade? On the Carl guy? What, what's dude. his name? Carlson? Dude. Yes. That was one of the greatest sports speeches I've ever seen. <laughs> Are you he sure? was dropping F-bombs, <laughs> this and that. I mean, this, he, the first he started off with, he goes, this effing guy right here. And then he just quit trying to censor himself. <laughs> it was because they had to like carry him off stage. They were trying to rip the mic out of his hand. Why would they do that? Just let the man say what he's got to say. He's got to get it dude. off his chest and then finish it up. Yeah. And he did. He had his shirt off and everything. It was incredible. If you haven't seen it, go look it up. It's, mm. it's, it's pretty cool. And then Aiden Hill, the goalie for the Knights. They interviewed him. They're like, what do you think about winning the Stanley Cup? And he's like, he was obviously a few beers, a few cold Dang. ones deep. Three yeah. Sheets, yeah. Three sheets or four sheets? Yeah. He was, and he's like, I'm not really sure what to do with my hands. And I don't know if he did it on purpose or if that's just what he said, <laughs> but it was pretty funny. Then they had this thing in Vegas where they got a bunch of drones together and made them circulate above one of the, hotels in the form of a stanley cup that was wild mm. so that's pretty wild there were some pretty cool videos if you haven't seen if you've seen the vegas i would that's a that would be a good entertaining couple of hours it was probably one of the better ones i've ever seen all right nfl yes here we go here we go which one do i want to start with here has Diggs practiced yet? There we go. Diggs is it's been reported by the Boston Globe that Diggs is frustrated with his role and input on play calling in the offense. They are not on the same page. Please elaborate and put some sense into this, Jay Vi. Well, the sense is your source, the Boston <laughs> Globe, mm-hmm. New England's paper. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. We can Bill's fan Jay Vi with type. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. But did he practice? Is he upset? Is he mad? He practiced on the day after. Is he mad? He's mad. He's mad that that Jay is is getting getting all this limelight and being too Hollywood and not focused on his craft and making the team better. He's also a little upset, which is also understandable, that the wide receiver coach who he loved uh, left the Bills. And we didn't try to save him. We didn't try to keep him. Do you think that whenever Josh Allen and he argued last year on the sidelines? No, that wasn't to J.A. That was to Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey. I don't think he's a big fan of Ken Dorsey. Can I just can I just interject here? I'm just going to interject and ask if you just really said he's not working on his craft. 
He's not. <laughs> okay, Dan Orlovsky. He's uh, <laughs> he's trying to get a new girlfriend. He's got a sweet mullet cut. That's still uh, why does he want an input on play calling? I don't know. He, he wants, wants the an ball. input on play calling. That's what it says the in the report. That's what the report said. From I tried the to read Boston the article. Just, 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 I'm just saying, if he wants the ball, just go like Keyshawn. Tell everybody you want the ball. Throw me the ball. Write a I book about too, it. I yeah, think too. Like he wanted, it. he wants more help, and he's frustrated that, yeah, we're not getting him more help. Diggs wants more help. Yeah, he wants a number two. Did they just draft the tight end, Kincaid? They drafted a tight end. Yeah. I think he wanted like a legit two receiver. Why don't they uh, sign Not the uh, game time? Cole no Beasley hands, again. Davis. Well, sign Cole Beasley again. <laughs> All right. The other bit of news: Malik Davis is going to be the the uh, primary backup to Tony Pollard. So my question to the Cowboys fans on this show: He's good. Is Tony Pollard a bell cow, or is this saying that Tony Pollard's not good enough? Is Malik Davis the quarterback for the Titans? He's also a running back. No, that's Malik Willis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're changing positions. <laughs> no, that's Malik Willis. Uh, Cowboys fans, care to weigh in? I mean, he's the backup running back. Or down guy. For now. I'm just saying. That's the way it's supposed to I don't be. Know what you, I don't know what you want to say. It should have been that anyway. Tony I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying. Back. AK becomes and the host of his show, and he likes to become these journalists that try to antagonize you and <laughs> and poke at you and then use false well, sources. I'm not just not false sources. I mean, everybody in, in Dallas wanted hey, Tony Pollard. We're talking about the backup, a, arguing about the backup running back spot. I'm just saying. Malik I'm Davis not, is I, going to fill that role very well. I mean, he's he's been a part of the team. And I, I, are they confused on know who he is? I mean, Do they not know who their back is? We're pleased that Malik Davis is the number two back. To they should look Pollard. at Zeke. I mean, you know. Yes, they should bring Zeke back. Nope. Okay. It could be a roundabout way that he's he does going to come the bills. back. I mean, who he's knows? Going to the bills. <laughs> Good. Okay, another one. Mike Evans is going to get an extension for some reason. That doesn't make any sense. No, no. Now that Brady's gone, I don't understand that either. But so, and then Paris Camp. This is getting into fantasy football land here. Most of us play champion. Uh, just wanted to throw that out there of our league, which Tex refuses to join and be an active member of. Please, no, you guys didn't him. invite me last year. You're not an active member. You don't even come to the draft. I I'm about to put a poll up. If a guy doesn't come to the draft, should he be in the league? When? <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> All when right. The draft Paris, happens. Paris Campbell, New York Giants, feet is supposedly <laughs> going to be featured in the offense. How many times have we heard that? Cam Aker is also going to be featured in the offense. Really? Yep. Huh. I've heard Paris Campbell being featured in the office for about five years now. Uh, Aaron Rodgers vetoed the Patriots talk whenever they wanted to trade him there. He said no. Any thoughts on that? Smart. Because mm. then he'd be compared to Brady and he wouldn't. Well, that that and he wouldn't that. be the guy. He'd be Belichick. He'd be, he'd be, would, it be, would it be Rodgers or would it be Belichick? Ooh. Or 
Was he afraid of the AFC East? Oh, wait, no, he went to the Jets. So what had nothing to do with the division. Uh-huh. Mm. Did you guys see the Chiefs Super Bowl rings? No. I'm not worried about other teams. Mm. I don't know why they started the old, let's pull off the top of the Super Bowl ring. Anybody know why they did that? I didn't know they did that. I haven't seen the ring, so I don't know what yeah, they're like. Yeah, they like pull off the top, and it's like underneath the top of the ring is now like a picture of a stadium. I feel like those things are hard enough to keep all the diamonds and things in place. So why would you want to add another piece that you would have to keep up with? It's a good problem to have, AK. I guess it's a good problem so, yeah. to have. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and then the Bears are frustrated with Chase Claypool. Yep. Who, who would have thought that? Yeah. <laughs> got got too worried about his TikTok celebrity status. I'm gonna have Isn't to say, focused on football. <laughs> it feels like when Pittsburgh gets rid of somebody, they they don't want them. You know, like, there's a reason why they, they're leaving. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, usually, if, supposedly Tomlin's like a trust and respect coach, right? As soon as you break the trust and respect, you're out the door. And it's usually for a reason. I know one of our listeners, a big big Coach Tomlin fan, always loves the way Coach Tomlin gives pregame speeches and stuff. So. <laughs> tune in if you're a big Tomlin fan. Yep. If you're not, also tune in. But and then on Jor- Jordan Love put out a tweet that said, Happy Father's Day to all the Bears fans out there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that meant, but he deleted it. <laughs> well, I think that I think he probably got so much blowback from everybody. Everybody saying, "When have you beat us?" <laughs> Would that mean that the Bears fans are his father? I don't know. Like, that's what. <laughs> right. Yeah. Had to be. I, some I don't type think he's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, dude. Oh, hey. all right. Yeah, he's going to get. He, he said, on "Happy Father's Day to the Bears fans." When you say Happy Father's Day to somebody, or somebody says Happy Father's Day to you, that usually like, he I, thought I he probably it. sent that thing out thinking like, "Oh, I got him." And then somebody's yeah. like, "Dude, what?" He's like, "Oh, why are you wishing their son?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right, an NBA real quick. Going dead alive. Wizards trade Bradley Beal to the Suns. John Morant suspended suspended twenty five games, and then he's doing candle lighter guns and then MJ sold the majority stake of the Hornets so for how much I don't know undisclosed I think he's oh. still minority owner I don't know him J. Cole and uh, somebody else who was in that Beal trade that's uh pretty interesting there I don't uh, know they haven't they have Beal's a ball Paul, Chris Paul's in it so the Wizards bet them oh, to be I in the playoffs. they released him, though. Did he get back? They released him. I don't know. I thought I saw on the ticker that it was a package that included Chris Paul. Hmm. I could be wrong, but I thought I read that. Bet no, on the Wizards broke. to make the playoffs next year. That's what happens everywhere Chris Paul goes. All right. In MLB, the Rangers had lost six out of eight. Now what are you trying to do here? Text. Text. What happened? Oh, Rangers are still up. F- Sorry, I was, I was trying to figure out if Chris Paul was in that in that deal or not. I was trying to verify. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Rangers still up five, uh, four and a half. 
still. But they had lost six out of eight the last that I saw. So I'm just saying that there's been no change in the lead. So facts. the wheels are coming off. Facts. No, potentially. facts. There's been no change in the lead. Okay. Um, and then I had this this quick little note here of college football. Most 11-win seasons of all time in college football. I'm just going to says no bearing on anything or any uh, bias or anything. Most 11-win seasons of all time. Oklahoma has 27. Alabama has 26. Ohio State has 20. Penn State has 19. Florida State has 14. Georgia has 13. USC has 13. TCU has 13. Nebraska has 12. BYU has 12. Michigan has 11. Miami has 11. Clemson has 11. Texas has 10. Suck at mm. Texas. Mm. Notre Dame has nine. Tennessee has nine. Florida has eight. LSU has eight. Kansas State, seven. Wisconsin, seven. Oregon, seven. So on and so forth. But what I found interesting is that how dominant the uh, SEC has been. Um, Only two of the teams in the top 10 are, well, nay, in the top 15 are SEC schools. That's Mm. really interesting. Interesting fact there. Hard conference. Hmm. Chris Paul is part hmm. of the deal of going to the Wizards, but is not expected to stay with the Wizards. Mm-hmm. They're they're planning to deal him. So let's go back to that eleven win season stat though. That's pretty cool. Hornets. That'd, that'd be that'd be awesome. I mean, hmm. let's let's uh, let's go back to that to all you SEC stands. What do you have to say for yourselves about eleven win seasons and the SEC only has two teams, which. Hey, it's coincidentally hey, are Georgia and Alabama. Banner. Georgia and Alabama. How about that? Who would have thought? Wow, Georgia and Alabama the way better than everybody else. Hang the banner for all you other conferences. I mean, we'll 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 hang national championship banners. Georgia and Alabama, only two in the top five. Do the last do the last fifteen. Do the last fifteen national champions. Oh, okay. So we're going to do that where they had this stupid system where they said the SEC was the best out of just completely subjective and uh, uh, qualitative, loses, qualitative data. In the argument he loses, he changes. I thought rings didn't matter, Mr. Uh, Josh did Allen. They, did they play and win the game? Super Bowl rings don't matter. National oh, championships okay. matter. Oh, Playing okay. for the love of the game. Now we're changing that argument. Mm-hmm. Playing for the love of the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, not anymore. I guess they get paid down too. So the last... Yep. Last five don't count. So there you go. Just thought that was interesting for SEC fans. Other relevant news. Yeah, go ahead. Speaking of NCAA. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bobby Huggins. Oh, oh. the pair. <laughs> that would have been a good. How dare you? I forgot about him. <laughs> oh, Bobby Huggins. I was going to yeah. say, I was going to say something a couple weeks ago about him, but I decided against it because I don't want to get into it with what. Oh, your in-laws. He said, and my in laws. <laughs> but oh my gosh. I I was reading the report, the police report. He thought he was in Columbus. And he blew a point two one. That would kill most people. But he resigned. He resigned as probably best. Um let's just move on. Let yeah. him get better. Let him help himself get better. Yep. But in other news, Eric, our text, big news for your sister's father-in-law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he might become a NCAA sports fan again. 
Because NIL. the committee is looking into stop drug testing for THC. NIL. And only doing performance enhancing drugs. Ooh, wow. so three G can come in into the NCAA. Yeah. yeah. Kyle Cush. Money speaks. Kyle Cush. Kyle Cush would be running it to him. That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> Hop in the Who car. Won the race anyway, since we all <laughs> forgot. There's a how dare you right there. Late how dare you. How dare all of us. We all missed our own NASCAR tournament. <laughs> <laughs> None of us entered. Oh line. man! <laughs> Pretty oh. man! <clears throat> and then the inner squad dad Kings Jamboree results. Unfortunately, I was in the lead pretty much all weekend until about two hours ago. So Butch P, I think, won both of them, overtaking me. So that was that was devastating. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Really wasn't. It was to lose those and to have my money fall out of the millie maker was pretty bad. <laughs> now that one, yes, I'll, I'll I'll feel for you on that one. But the oh, maker, absolutely not. That that one's pretty. That feels pretty good. Come from does. behind. Mm. Always on the grind, uh, man. Major okay. League Pickleball season one championship Monday at nine. Yes, there's a we'll major league it. for that. Apparently, oh, yeah. I just saw it come across the bottom. Golly. Pickleball right. thing. I got to play it. That is episode 38. Follow us on YouTube, Rumble, Twitter. We're still trying to figure out Rumble. Instagram. So Twitter at MillieGoats, Instagram at the MillieGoats website and blog, themillieGoats.goDaddySites.com. Apparel at R-A-E-O, the www.raeo.live. Um, and then subscribe to our show. Uh, leave us a little review. Give us a five star. If you had a show, we'd do it for you. And I think that's it for everybody. I'm trying to remember that that uh, joke. My son, I've been trying to think of it all. What does, what do you call? Don't coconut do it again. That doesn't, that can't close his mouth without any Go wake lips. him up. I should. He's probably still awake. What did the buffalo say to his son when he went to college? Make what? something to pay your bills. Bye, son. <laughs> <laughs> See you folks later. Signing off. <laughs>